Welcome to the Fast Brackets Podcast, where we highlight the cars and stars of top sportsmen and top dragster drag racing. I'm your host, Rex Simmermaker, coming to you from the heart of Indianapolis, the official heart of Indianapolis today. You know, typically I take a little creative license and I say the heart of Indianapolis, but really the worldwide headquarters of Simmermaker Motorsports is on the west side of Indianapolis. And today we are actually in the heart of Indianapolis. We're at the PRI show. We're doing what I call the live show. This is episode 89. And this is really the cheers episode of the Fast Brackets podcast where uh, everybody just kind of sits down, takes a seat, talks a little drag racing. And, um, you know, we, we just, everybody knows your name. Sometimes we meet new people. Sometimes we say hello to some old friends. But uh, here we are, episode 89. We're at booth. 4024 at the ultimate awning booth and um, I, I could not be happier to be here trying not to say uh, certain phrases certain words but we've got we've got it all covered and we've got an exciting episode for you today starting off with uh, let's bring let's bring on Miles Kuhlmeister the ultimate awning proprietor please welcome him to the show Miles, how are we doing today? Good. How are you doing today, Rex? Well, I am good, but I'm not as good as you because I don't have a booth here at the PRI show, and I am not selling the best awnings on the planet. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. I'm glad you're here at our booth and get to see our stuff and talk about Fast Brackets and your new venture as well. Yeah, we're, so we, we will get to that. I appreciate you saying that, but we're going to get to that. Tell us a little bit about how um, Ultimate Awning is, how many years have you been here at the show, first we, of all? This has been our third, about three years now we've been around as Ultimate Awning. And we got, we came up with a new design for connecting tubing to the trailers. Okay. So we got rid of the cables that everybody normally has to pull, uh, the quick pins that you need to connect the tubes and stuff like that. It's our own patented connection technology and our cam locks and our ulti locks. And we have a display right here that anyone can come see. We also have video on the website and our Facebook page. Yeah, and I think I have reposted the video on uh, the Fast Rex podcast page. And if I haven't, I will. Because I think it's you really have to see it to believe it and to understand how how strong, durable, and how quick how quickly you can set up the awning and, and that's really the thing like we go to the race to race not to set up our stuff and take down our stuff that's that's not why we go to the track we go to the track to race and the awning is a how would you say like that is that's something that's supposed to help make our experience a little better it, it saves you time at the track when you're setting up and taking down you know we took a task that sometimes takes a half an hour an hour and we are feedback from customers is often 10-15 minutes now they can set up their awning and tear it down instead of a half an hour an hour or more with three or four people it's really a difference maker at least it would i think it is when we talk about all the things that go into making our cars go down the track making the whole weekend go well and if you can save some time, that is money in my book. Exactly. Unfortunately, it doesn't make your car drag journey faster, <laughs> right. but it does give you more time at the track to do the things that you're there for, which is racing. That's right. And I, I for, for our listeners uh, that are listening here, you can't see what I'm looking at, which is a display model, so to speak. But we were talking about it earlier. 
so many times these wind gusts come up the track and it's it's really vital to have really strong and industrial strength tubing and and everything that goes into it and this stuff is what I would say airplane grade or military grade strong if everything we have is all billet aluminum machined aluminum uh, it's either hard coated or clear anodized including the tubing even the awning rail for connecting the canopy to uh, it's all solid components rugged components we've had customers tell us they withstood 50 plus mile an hour winds some of them thought for sure it was going to be taken down so they even videotaped it waiting for the awning to come off the trailer and it stood strong so well, I'm not really in the mood to do uh, pull-ups anymore, but I, it appears like I could do some pull-ups on it. Whether whether I should or not, that's what it looks like. You I can could. try. I'm not going to try. <laughs> very, very good. Well, let's talk a little bit about PRI this year. Um, this is this is the third year for Ultimate Awning, kind of being a really active in this space. It appears like the numbers are down just a little bit, um, but I think maybe that's a good thing. The total attendance seems to be down from what it was two years ago, the last time we were here. The people that are here tend to be more serious buyers versus people kind of out for an adventure and see what's around. Sure. So I think for our product, which is a niche product, not everyone is looking for an awning. It, it's a good, a good customer base walking through and gives us time to spend more time with individual customers, really showing them, letting them put together and take apart the display themselves and see it really is that easy. It's not us doing something magic, trying to make it look easy in the video or on the display. You can put it together and take it apart yourself right, right here. Right. And really, the once you've done it yourself, then it it's a kind of where do I sign type of thing, right? Because it is, you go, wow, this is easier. There's less moving parts and it's stronger. It, exactly. And every awning we do is custom designed specific to your trailer or your application. We send you a form to fill out, get some information on the trailer, help figure out where brackets are going to be located. You send that back, we lay it all out in the CAD system, we give you a formal approval for sign-off before we cut and sew anything so you know exactly what it is that you're going to get. It ships with complete installation instructions and drawings, pretty straightforward to, to install an awning. Most of the work is done on the front end, determining where the brackets are going to be. We want to mount it on something solid like right. studs on the trailer. Sure. Uh, if you want graphics, we have digital graphics. Follow the same approval type process. As long as you have vector artwork, we can print anything you want. Gotcha. So from uh, if I really want something, if I if I have to have the Fast Brackets podcast awning, you could you could put the graphics there and and bruce that up. Not spruce a that problem. Up. Okay. Any, anything good. you want, as long as you have the vector artwork. If you don't have the vector artwork, we have a graphic designer that's really good, and she can put something together for you too. Gotcha. And. And remind our listeners where where all this is manufactured. This is this is overseas stuff. We got no, shipping in is from all China. Manufactured okay. in the U.S. That's what I wanted We're to hear. Located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, it's all in Minnesota, and you can get it out from there. It's a, yes. So a lot of people are behind on uh, having inventory and supply. What's what's your status? I know we're all we're dealing in, with the same stuff. Sure. And we're in good shape right now. We did have a few hiccups earlier in the year obtaining tubing from our extruding company that we buy direct from. Uh, they had some increases in lead time that they neglected to tell us about until we were expecting another shipment. Oh yeah. And a similar type thing in the fabric industry, but by and large we're doing just fine. Yeah, great. So great. Typical lead time on like a 12 to 13 foot awning by whatever length your trailer is 
standard lead time is six weeks. If you're going out 20 feet or something a little bigger, generally we like eight weeks. Okay. And if you have graphics on there, add another week, week and a half to be safe. So if, I mean, to be really safe, if we said, hey, you need two and a half months from the time you place your order to the time you want it on your trailer, then that... And that, that would really. be that would be for a big one with a lot of stuff going on. Right. A smaller typical drag race on in six weeks is pretty okay. standard lead time. For but us. now is a good time to really think about that and make make those calls and start making decisions on that for next year. Now is a great time to get on the schedule because a lot of people think I have all winter and right. pretty soon <laughs> of course. racing season of course. is three weeks away. And yes. But we, we do what we can to try and accommodate those as well. But we do like to have six weeks. Yeah, makes sense. Um, well, thank you, Miles, for not only uh, just kind of refreshing our memory and letting us take a peek at what obviously is the best type of awning system on the market. But thank you for letting you. hosting us here at the Fast Brackets Podcast. We've got a great group of guys there, uh, girls that are kind of hanging out. And so I want to bring on some more people, if that's all right Absolutely. with you. Thank you, Rex. Um, that, that's that's really good. So uh, Bruce Mullins is here. Um, Bruce has been on the show, I know. So I'm going to say hello to him real quick. What's happening? How you doing, Rex? Bruce, great to see you again. Remind me, because uh, I, I can't remember anything now unless it's written down right in my face. What what episode were you on? Shoot, I, I can't remember what I was doing yesterday, much it was, less. It was just the best <laughs> one. We know it was the best one. There you one. go. There you go. And you are spraying all the time. Every time I look on your Facebook page, I see another car, and I just think to myself, it can't get better. And then the next time I look, you've painted something that I think is even better than the last time. What's the secret, man? I I just always try to give 110%, and on every job I do, when it's done, I stand back and it's like, you know what, maybe on the next one I'll put a shadow here, or maybe on the next one I'll just change the angle of this. Um, Plus, it's just you learn from every job. Sure. I, I will especially tell you, and I can't tell you the whose car it was, but it was a, a Camaro, and it had, I think it was a, a Yanko Stripe, okay. but it was the carbon in the Yanko Right. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to have that. That, that car, yep, that belongs to Derek Brown. Um, William Brown will be driving it this year. It's a complete pro-charge, pro-boost car. Okay, sure. So that one left... About two weeks ago. Okay. All right. That is that was pretty sharp. I mean, I that just, car turned out real pretty. Yeah, that was that was really good. And that was that was a nice deal where Derek and I we were talking about it. And he said he wanted the carbon fiber Yanko stripes. The car was already one color blue, and I was like, let's change up the blue a little. Let's do a little bit more to it. Let's make it your car instead yep. of just everybody else sure and he said roll with it no that's great yeah so what what percentage would you say when people come to you with an idea that you maybe influence them a little bit in how how they might improve that paint i'd say a good 75 percent okay yeah because most people come in and they go i know what you can do i've seen your cars make mine look like that Yeah. yeah so and we'll talk colors and most will say okay i want the car blue what color blue? And I'm like, well, everybody goes with this one blue. Let's try switch it up a little bit to sure. make your stand out. Sure. So, and most people are open to those those suggestions. I would be because I, I'm completely out of my element when it comes to uh, painting, painting the car. And I see people, I see people that have uh, maybe an off color. That I, I don't know, off color is not the right word, but something a little very bright or whatever. And I have no idea. I'm like, that looks great. Now it's a finished product. Right. 
the fact that someone can envision that before it happens is just foreign to me. Right. But, but that just comes to you naturally to you. Yeah, because I can I look at cars all day long at the racetrack when I'm there. And I'm always like looking around to say what jumps out and grabs me. So if I see a certain technique that maybe Jeff Hoskins did with a color, sure. and I go, okay, I like how he did that. Or just even some West Coast guys. But there's there's enough painters out there that do incredible jobs like Jeff that give me inspiration and give me ideas. Yep. So then great. when somebody comes to me and says, hey, I want a blue, but I don't want a regular blue. I don't want this blue. And I'm like, you know what? There is this one blue I saw on a car. And in the light, it really popped. So they go, okay, just roll with it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. We need guys like you. Otherwise, everybody would be in primer out there. You know, that, that's probably what it would be. Or, <laughs> and I hate to say it because there are some nice looking ones, but everybody would have a red Camaro. That's right. Uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> guilty as charged. Uh, I don't remember if we got to it when you were on the show or not, but tell us about your drag strip. Tell us about the new, I mean, because you finished that up kind of late in the year, right? The new car, it was built by Precision Chassis in Pennsylvania, purpose-built top drag strip, 265-inch wheelbase, and it's got a roots-blown Chevrolet motor in it. We, We got it out at the end of the year, and we had some good, good results with it. Had a couple of issues with it, but we got a little technical issue ourselves here, Bruce. But that's all right. We'll get there. Um, all right, go ahead. But um, we we got some high three nineties out of the car at about one hundred and eighty two miles an hour in the eighth. Okay. So the tune up's happy. The motor's safe. I've already pulled the motor apart, put it right back together, and set it in the car. Fantastic. We got to complete another motor going together for waiting on a couple parts right now to where I have two complete motors intake to pan for that car Fantastic. for this season. Fantastic. And then and you'll run uh, PDRA. We're on PDRA planned. Elite 16, and also run in a lot of NHRA top dragster stuff. I'm really okay. I really want to send that car through the quarter mile. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that there car was built to run 240 miles an hour. So will you? I mean, it'll be pretty sluggish. I'm guessing down low if that's what you're gonna you're gonna try to run the 610. Right? For the 610 deal, simply pull overdrive out of it, and then yeah, pull some timing out. You know, you get the car moving initially, but then probably at like a second out, yank some time, yep. almost like throttle stopping. Right, right. You know, and then turn it all back on probably a couple seconds later. And let it run to us. Right, we're not that far away from throttle stopping at 610. Look at Indy two years ago. They had what, 632 car field was between 610 and I think 618. It's amazing. Amazing, right? You know, that is almost heads up runs every yeah. round. Yeah. I'm partial to it. Too. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really in love with Top Dragster and just the whole feeling, the, the speeds, the ET. You're running eighth mile PDRA. I mean, bracket racing at three eighties and three seventies. It's. I mean, I don't know. That's a. It's a. It's a little bit unreal, isn't it? I mean, it's a little bit unreal doing it that way. It is. Yeah, I got out of pro mods because heads up racing to me was racing against somebody else's wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but we're running the. I'm running faster with my drags than I did my pro mod. <laughs> right. Right. But you still got to cut a light and run the number. Yeah. No, it puts the driver's skill back it into it in a big way. Yeah, that's great. All right, well, you're here at PRI. I'm uh, guessing this is your 
what 95th time at PRI? What? How many? How many years have been here at PRI? A lot of years. A lot of years. <laughs> I love it. It's it's an annual vacation for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, anything you're really looking forward to seeing here while you're here this week? No. I mean, I brought my fiance up here. It's her first time here. Okay. So right. welcome. Showing her around. She's big into the racing world, been around it all her life, so this was something new for her to see. Gotcha. She's a big part of the racing at the house and even the paint business, so, you know, breaking yeah, her in. Right. I mean, see the whole experience, right? See the whole experience. Well, I figure if she gets scared now, we don't have to get all the way down the road. <laughs> She's smiling behind me. The racer prenup. I like it. That's I like right. It. That's right. Bruce, thank you for stopping thank by. You, Appreciate you. Uh, and by the way, if you are not on TikTok and you go on TikTok, you got to check out. I don't know what your handle is on TikTok, but it's great. Um, yeah, I think it's B Mullins 2149 or something is, like that. It's the best uh, if you are into drag racing painted cars. Like it's the as good as they are. Yep. So thank you. Thank you, Bruce. Rex. All right. Hey, have, have a great good weekend. See we'll see you. Yep. Uh, that was the great Bruce Mullins. Um, I see. Gary Don Free of DragChamp.com. My man, what is happening? How it's we all doing? you, man. Good to be here. Uh, no. Live and in person. Yes. Yeah, we're doing it again. You know how we do it. We uh, we get all the action. People are coming by. And uh, you flew in last night, I think, or this, this morning. morning. This morning. All right. Been here a few hours. Okay. All right. How is it so far? It's colder, right? First no, of all, it's no, colder it's in Texas? No, it's fine. It's okay. not bad. Right. I think it was cold last night. Today's fine. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. It's supposed to be good the next couple of days. So well, listen, you, you were on the show uh, early. Like, yep. you were an early adopter of Fast Brackets Podcast. So, we'll give you that. But a lot has changed. I mean, so let's let's talk about Drag Champ in general. How many uh, followers and how many people are subscribed and, and really checking out Brad Champ? Drag Champ every month. Now. Um, there's 25,000 plus uh, followers now on Facebook. I think we've got another 4,000 or so on Instagram. So almost 30,000 people. So Did I you didn't know there's that I many like bracket racers and sports racers out there, but I guess there are. So yeah, but you and you guys cover the gamut in sportsman drag racing, which Correct. is really, I mean, you're the ESPN of, of sportsman drag racing, which is. A valuable service, and, and it's awesome. It is absolutely awesome. So we cover NHRA sportsman classes, stock, super stock, uh, super gas, super comp, super street, uh, top sportsman, top dragster, obviously the fast bracket. Sure, right. sure, yeah. Um, and then we go into the bracket racing and yep. do all the bracket racing stuff. Uh, and then also we've added in the last year junior racers, and that's been big. Huge, right? And, and really huge for the sport because the – <laughs> We know how addictive the sport is. I mean, we don't have to talk about how addictive the sport is. The Just sport go to the track once, right? And you're That's right. All you have to do is one time, you're hooked. We know that. But you have got now the younger guys, and you're getting the junior guys with a chance to do that. Right? Oh, yeah. Those kids are awesome, and, and they're uh, passionate about what they do. Yeah. Uh, it's starting six, seven, eight, nine year olds, and they're just rock solid at the tree. They start you right. know, driving to finish, and you yeah. watch these kids at an early age, and you know. I mean, I talked to someone earlier, and their nephew's 26. 28 has like 16 17 years of racing experience at 28 amazing he's like that doesn't even make sense no right it's cool and they're passionate they're the, the parents are passionate sometimes a little too much right. uh, <laughs> so uh not much different than little league right. or dance oh. moms or whatever the other you know we're all reality crazy. shows they have we're, yeah. we're all crazy about especially about our kids our kids make us crazy they do in the best way well typically in the best way but it's and, been cool to be able to have the juniors 
and on our site so that they get the attention. And we were going to split them out into a separate site, but I wanted the big car racers to get familiar with those kids when they're six. And then when they're 16 and they're right. coming in, now the sponsors, companies, people know who, they have a name brand yeah. by the time they get into big cars. So uh, that's out there and we want to combine those a little bit. And I think it's well received because there's so many dads like me that yeah. the kids are racing, they're racing, they're, and, and so now they all are on one side and have the same opportunity to get attention, whether you're in a junior and win a 10 grander, like a little nine-year-old did not long that's ago. Amazing, right? Yeah. Amazing. I'm at the at racing Jason Johnson, man. That kid is just bad. And he won 10 grand in a 12-second junior. It's crazy. And, and there's so many more. It's, it's a great story. Right. Great story. And your son is doing it, right? Your he son is, is awesome. I mean, you guys are full in, and he, he's got a full schedule. you got a full schedule. His schedule seems to take over my schedule a little bit. This right. year, now, you know, we, right. we, we uh, got our car, got my car back running in July. Okay. And, uh, you know, we had already committed to some races for him, so I didn't get to race much this year. But next year, we're going to even that out a little bit. You know, I've, I've got a good friend, um, Ed Harney at uh, DragRaceLawyer.com. His, his son and daughter is the same boat, and we have this conversation all the time. We say, listen, those those guys, those kids are only going to be around for a finite amount of time. And they're, they're going to be off doing the, Our big cars will sit there. They'll be there. We can get back into them anytime. But the kids are only kids for a certain amount of time. So enjoy it while you can. Yeah, he's going to take over my car next year. He turns 16 in May, and he's already... He's, he's ready. Thanks for playing, Dad. I'm in charge now, right? <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be fun. We'll, we'll end up getting him in the big car, and he'll run juniors next year, both. And then, uh, you know, I guess we'll end up graduating to two big cars before long. So. I mean, I, I never did this, but I can imagine going from a big car dragster, right, bracket racing at what, I'm guessing, I think 470s. Four, four 470s, and then getting back into a junior, it's it's got to feel like a snail, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to. Yeah, it's got a, to. So, yeah, I mean, I drove one of the, I, my one and only attempt at a parent's race, I won in a junior. You got in a junior? I got in a junior. I'm not that big. I mean, they make some of these cages pretty big now. So, uh, I will tell you that at the, it, it will rattle you to death. If your helmet touches any part of anything in that car, you can't see straight. They rattle like nothing I've ever seen. Um, they, the, they're, they're lay down cars, which nobody can see at the finish line and drive. It's the goofiest thing. I don't know why they don't make setup cars for those things. I mean, true setups. Even their setups are almost lay down. So that was tough. But they actually feel like when you do a burnout, they're going to do something. You know, you do a little dry hop, and you're like, oh, this is going to be cool. As soon as you hit the gas, it's literally a small hit, and then it's like you're just riding in a go-kart, just cruising around. I would like to see them make junior alters. I think that would be a, that would be cool. a pretty, There are junior funny cars. Are they really? I think the Theobald family close. had one. I'm okay. pretty sure they told me in the podcast they had one. That would, that so, would be interesting. Uh, I've seen a couple, but yeah, nobody. they're more exhibition stuff. But yeah, An altered sense. or something. Fun. We need to have fun with that. But the whole thing about we, we spend a lot of money. We spend a lot of time at the track. we got to have equal amount of fun. But it's so much fun. It's so much fun yeah. running with my kid. Like, yeah. I did not, like, we, we really put it off for a long time because yep. I think his uh, personality and mine would have headbutted pretty bad if he started <laughs> at six or seven. He probably wouldn't be racing today. Right. But now that we've both, you know, matured, and it, it's been extremely rewarding to see him win this year, go back-to-back wins in, in successive weeks, and then make three straight finals in three weeks in a row. It's amazing. Unreal the satisfaction in that to see him excel and do well in something that, that I... I would, that I would I say that so much all, my whole life. I would say it's all, not even a little bit, it's all coaching. That's what I would say. It's all <laughs> all coaching. That's how he got there. Just, I mean, make sure he remembers that. He, say, yeah. boy, I, it's because of me. That's because you're winning. <laughs> Just tell him. Just tell him. Yeah, well, I try to, but he likes to take credit for stuff himself. But, uh, 
Now, he's been listening to me really since I was, uh, I mean, since he was a kid. He's been coming to the races for a long time, uh, since a baby. And yeah. he, so there's conversations we have now where he's like, well, Dad, I remember you saying this. and used to talk about doing yep. that. And, and he'll, so he heard me when he was six or seven right. or eight. And he didn't know what he was Yeah, yep. he didn't understand it, but he now is starting to go, oh, now I know what you're talking about. So right. They hear you. That's great. Well, something I do want to understand more about, I want to understand more about Drag Champ Pro. That is something you guys have recently released. Tell me all about that. Drag Champ Pro is a membership site. So okay. people that follow Drag Champ, you can join the pro membership. Yep. Um, it's basically $10 a month. You pay it one time a, uh, for the year. It's 120 bucks one time. And you get part of the membership. And that okay. gets you access to our podcast, which is coming back next year. All right. So okay. that, that's that, good. That's a big that, one, right? That's a big deal. Um, and, <laughs> you, you know, not you obviously <laughs> understand what all goes into that. And you, I think at one point said, okay, that's enough, enough. Yeah. We got to have a little break. But well, you're bringing gonna, it back. We're going to bring it back in a little different format. So okay. Jake and Ryan and I will do about one episode a month where we'll have all the okay. fun stuff, the wild and crazy stuff. And yep. then we'll try to sprinkle in some other episodes that will be a little different. We'll bring in different guests and stuff where it may not be as much. Uh, I, I call that more training. We want to tell people, like, you know, maybe bring some social media experts in. Teach sure. people how to do better, yeah. you know, at their so, with their social media, how to grow their social media, how to maybe obtain sponsors and things like that. So we'll do some training in it, and we'll mix in some fun. And That's great. Um, but they'll get a membership shirt. You know, your normal stuff when you sign up for membership. But then the good stuff comes in. All the members are going into, they're automatically entered into drawing. So every month we're going to be giving away free race weekends. So if some of these big bracket races around the country, uh, we have promoters now that have said, hey, we'll give away a race entry. And so we'll, in exchange, we promote their races for sure. and they give away an entry. So we get to give back to our, our members. So when you sign up, 10 bucks a month basically, you're in drawings every week. You got a, a discounts. Drag Champ Apparel, you get discounts. Bracket Life brand, you get discounts. You're, uh, we've it. got Mr. Cool and, and uh, Zach Fulcher giving away a free trailer H, uh, HVAC. I call it HVAC. It's heating, air, conditioning, yeah. sensor for a trailer. So one member's going to win that. We've got helmet painting, you know, custom helmet paint jobs we're giving away. We've already got so many companies. And the good thing with the company on the company side is they can play at whatever level they want. They want to give away something that's 100 bucks one time. We'll advertise it for them. If they like it, they can come back and do it again. They're not sure. committed to anything more than they want but instead of you know paying us stuff they're able to give away uh, we're able to take that those relationships we've built with all these companies yeah. over the years and now they get access to our audience our 25,000 30,000 followers and then the and then our members get the benefit of that relationship seems like a pretty good deal it's an awesome deal. yeah it's an awesome deal. It's, it's just gonna grow we, we really I mean, all the feedback we've gotten from race promoters, advertisers, these companies, they're all jumping on board. And so everybody that's in is going to, they're just going to benefit for you know, the next year. And every three months we'll open up for membership. Yeah. Uh, we just, we want to be able to focus on one thing at a time. We want to focus on getting members for a few weeks, and then we're going to focus on helping those companies get uh, advertising dollars and helping the giveaway to the to members. That's the whole thing, right? I mean, we're, we, we got to have, what I think, things that we have to do in our sport is continue to keep the spotlight on people and, and people that are working hard to help the sport. So, I mean, you talk about promoters, talking about manufacturers, talking about all that stuff. I mean, it's we all need exposure, and so that's just well, one way, way we're doing Think about a local bracket racer that might want, you know, some part that's $400, and, man, they'd love to have $100 or $200 off that to buy it. Sure. But they don't have the relationship or they don't have the following to go get that and give that sponsor, some, that company, some, some something for right. the dollar. We have that ability to take our following and say, hey, look, that company partners with us, we're going to give that away to somebody, and now that racer 
maybe able to afford to buy something that they right. were not really couldn't afford. Maybe they were getting it secondhand. Now they can get it brand new. So being able to use our leverage, our following, we give these companies a lot of advertising bang for right. their buck, and then we get to give that to members that really want the product and can use it. It may not be able to go get it themselves. So yeah. It's getting harder and harder to get discounts, free stuff. I mean, it just doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> and racing's not getting any cheaper, so this right. is just a way for us to give back in one respect and help companies get in front of a large audience. Yeah, I love it. A targeted audience. It's kind of like yours. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's exactly right. So a lot right. to be yeah. said for a targeted audience versus just a million followers that like yeah. you because you're pretty. And that's exactly right. I don't look that pretty. No, a lot of people like like you because you're pretty but uh, they also like you because you know you bring things to the table like drag champ pro which is a value add right and oh, yeah. it's it's cheap for what you get ultimately. oh yeah so oh, yeah that's, that's I mean most people I, I just spent 60 bucks in a raffle to win a free entry to a race right. um, that's half the price of that's one race that's half the price of what uh, drag champ is for a whole year where you're getting stuff in there all the time right. you get to get right. automatically entered into those games. yeah I'm, I'm constantly amazed because I typically don't have a time to read the entire drag channel like I, I see portion, portions of it and I go okay I got other stuff to do oh, and yeah, I get to it and, and I'm always amazed at the volume of information you guys are throwing at us each month and there's and a lot of races really out there there's a lot of stuff but obviously we have a great team yeah. Kusumano. I just got just saw her a minute ago uh, Jessica Spears you've got Megan uh, Strasweg Caden Sykes just came sure. on board obviously Ryan and Jake on the podcast so yeah uh, we got They're a big team Paige Hamlin's part of the team she's helped us grow it from I think when Paige came along we had about 4,000 followers and in a month we were at eight and then wow. you know, before you know it we were at 25,000 and you know that's a big part of what she did for us on the social media side producer Chris I, you you need to get on it because <laughs> Paige, Paige is just making the followers go way up and you're sitting there just back there uh, turning knobs here's a secret All right. I call her my Facebook ninja there. that's her nickname and she loves it <laughs> She's, uh, she was, she's just been a huge part of yeah, it. But the, but the yeah. writing team, I mean, they love what they do. They're passionate about it. And it's just fun to let them have the opportunity to showcase their talents. I will tell you, I will tell you that sometimes I'm jealous. You, it, right, you're hearing, listeners, that you're hearing the ultimate awning display uh, being put together, you know, clicked into place. And, and it's strong. I mean, I'm again, I'm not doing pull-ups on it, but I could if I oh, wanted you could. to. And Rex, it's, it can hold you, buddy. And you're not a small guy. <laughs> I'm not small. You're not fitting in a junior anytime. No, soon. I am not. I could, I could, I get two of them. I could probably put a foot in each junior and drive them down the track. But I can't fit in all uh, of them. Those things are some of them are small. It's it's amazing what they've come along. Yeah, um, but so, uh, but yeah. So I that's that's really interesting to myself. But I I would say sometimes I'm jealous of of the bracket racing coverage because there's a lot of shenanigans to cover, right? With the bracket racing. There's less shenanigans to cover on our side of the of the uh, aisle with top dragster and top sportsmen. So every so often I dip in. I dip in and I, I take a peek. But, but, uh, so they're not down there uh, rubbins racing and no, uh, not, driving not over as, cones not as much. <laughs> when they drive across cones, it's the more because just knocked out all the cones, I It's because tire shake. Oh, they my goodness. Real horsepower. They're not driving into right. it. We had the last junior race we went to. There was a brawl on the starting line of the parents. Um, I wish I would have seen it. Everybody's like, you didn't go live. I, I didn't even know what happened. I yeah. was 
doing what I do best. I was talking in the pits, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, there's there's so much in the Brack Race Center. There's so many characters. There's yeah. so much going on that there's just never a dull moment. No, that's and it great. Makes it fun. And you guys do a great job of covering. We appreciate that. So, yeah. Well, we're gonna catch up. You and I are gonna catch up a little later. But okay. I'm gonna um, thank you for coming on again. I appreciate all support you guys have always given Fast Brackets podcast. And um, I thank you for putting together Drag Champ Pro and, and coming on and telling us a little bit more about it. Thanks for having me on, bud. Yeah. It took me about 20 minutes to find you, but I got here. I, I, <laughs> I didn't do a very good job, clearly, of telling people No, I don't we understand were. the floor layout, but I figured it out coming here, so now I think I can find anybody. I think I finally <laughs> right. figured out that everything's marked. Just look up or down, and you'll find me. That's right. You. you can't look forward. you got to yeah, look up, up and down, figure so. it out. Yep. But thank you yep. for coming on. All right. Love your podcast, Yeah, appreciate you, brother. Thank you. That was uh, Gary Don Free uh, with Drag Champ, and here coming next is Gary Varney with uh, GetX. Gary is what I can only describe as one of the very few, and I say this jokingly, so I don't want hate mail. I don't want I don't want the text messages coming in. I don't want emails saying. But uh, he's one of my very few Ford friends. I, I really, really appreciate him coming on. Gary Varney with GetX. How are you, my man? Good, Rex. How are you? I'm good. good. I'm good, man. Like, we're here back at PRI again. You know, I'm seeing all my rowdy friends again, which is fun. Yep. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a good. Even though it feels like it's a little bit smaller, feels like a little more focused crowd, and I, I don't hate it. I no, mean, I, I, you know, I think it's okay. I really do. It's, um, um, and, and like somebody said earlier, it seemed there seemed to be more buyers, more serious buyers. Yes. Yep. And um, less tire kickers, as you will, you know. Yeah. But yep. um, it's it's very good. It's very good. Today has been good for us. Yeah. So remind our listeners uh, what GetX does and what uh, booth you're on. If they're here at PRI and they check it out and they want to come check you out, what what booth are you here? We are here at 1814. Okay. And we. Actually, produce dry erasable window markers for the bracket racers. Okay, uh, that's our our main product. Um, it, we have uh, four different colors. Uh, we're going to be five or six different colors shortly. We're okay, add more colors onto it. Um, we've also got four new products that you and I haven't even talked about. Oh, well, I want to hear it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want break it out. Like yeah. this is breaking news yeah. <laughs> on the fast brackets five. This is what we live for. Yeah. What is what is new and improved? Well, the first thing we have, uh, we came up with a really cool hand cleaner. It's a two-part hand cleaner. Okay. You put it a little bit on your hands before you get greasy. After you get greasy, you put a little more on, and the, fir- the second part goes in and activates with the first part and lifts the grease out of the pores of your hand. It, it's pretty amazing stuff. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that is so you have to be a little bit preemptive, but if you are and you know you're going to the shop, just put that on first, then you go work, and then yeah. you come out, right? Yeah. Yep. Just put about a dime size uh, puddle in your hand. That's all it takes. Just rub it in, rub it up your wrist or whatever. Or, you know, may get dirty, and uh, when you're done, use a little more, and it's. So you can work in the shop all day, and then you can actually, you know, take your girl out at night. You can look look like you're respectable. Right. Then, you, you, don't, you're you don't look like you've been in the shop all day. Right. They like that. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They do. They I don't get they it. Tend, they tend to, you know, like us to clean up every so often. <laughs> every you know? now and then. That is, that is but, good uh, stuff. Well, okay, so that's new. So what, what prompted you? I mean, this was a real-world experience. It's to, been, uh, we've had it on the back burner for a while. Okay. Um, COVID pretty much made us decide to go ahead and do it yeah uh, because you know it was uh, a lot of business struggle yes and yep. we were fortunate enough to have 
uh, what we needed to move forward with it. Yeah. So, um, well, you, and you guys stepped up at the time, I remember, and for, for hand sanitizer. Right, we've done some sanitizer for a while. Yep. Um, and, and that was really important for the whole world. Yeah, it really while, was. Right? It really was. And we were happy to, that we could help, you know, in, in yep. some way. Um, but, you know, when that started going away, of course, sanitizer became available everywhere, yeah. you know, and uh, and we knew that was going to happen. Sure. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, we felt like we needed to do something, and, uh, and we did. Yeah. But um, so really, it's all uh, COVID pushed us along a little bit yeah. to, to develop it. And then um, we came up with a, a black tank cleaner for RVs. Oh, well, that's that's necessary. That's important. That's necessary, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, and what it is, uh, empty your, your black tank, you put uh, about two ounces in the, down the tank and, uh, you know, a couple of gallons of water and drive home. Okay. And the slossing motion mixes with it and, and it cleans the sidewalls and the sensors and ah, everything in the black okay. tanks. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, you know what, we're all excited about that <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the neighbors are excited about that yeah. and we're all excited. Yeah, I mean, it does. It it kind of sits there just a little bit. You don't, you know. It, it does. It yeah. does. And, and, you know, the sidewalls of, of the black tank gets, you know, dirty. Yeah. Um, and yeah. The, it's got the sensors in it, you know, for the level sensors, which never work. Right. <laughs> right. right. It seems like, I mean, I had RVs forever, but uh, so I know a little bit about it. Yes. Um, and then we came up with a, a cleaner for awnings, actually. For okay. The trailer awnings and um, RV awnings. Gotcha. And uh, you know it helped take the black mold off and uh, you know. Which which we're all dealing with that too. We want our stuff to look good. We we put a lot of time and energy and money into this stuff. Yeah, we do. We do, and you know we want it to look decent when we get uh, when we get to where we're going. You know, we don't yeah. want to pull out a, a dirty looking awning. Right. But, uh, right. Yeah. No, we want to look good. Yeah. Right. We try we to do. look good. I mean. It is uh, tough sometimes when we're, you know, we're busy doing other stuff, but we would like to show up to the track it, looking good. We do. We, I mean, you know, we want to, you know, we want our race cars to look good. We want our rigs to look good. Yep. You know, we want everything to be uh, respectable looking, you know. Sure. But, yeah, uh, sure. And so we'll, tell us a little bit about your racing program, though, because you, your car went over a little bit of a transition. It did. It did. We, um, last been a year ago we um, put it back original it was originally a yep. Bob Glidden show car yep uh, built in 85 that's but that's not how it was painted up when you and I were racing no no okay it no, was so when I bought the car 24 years ago uh, I changed it the paint was not good on it so we put a different scheme on it yep and when um, no, that was not the scheme that was on it then. Right, but then it was time to repaint it, and then it was. Then you said, "All right, now we're going back to the I old stuff." I thought, you know what? Um, I'm getting old. I don't know how much longer I got. <laughs> you know? Fair, fair for all of us. Yeah, you know. So I'm thinking, you know, at, at the end of this thing, you know, I'd really like to put it back and have a little fun with it. Sure. And um, so we run a couple of nostalgia pro stock things with it just to have fun, and um, it's uh, I'm happy with it, really happy with it. it. You've run some index stuff, I know, and then the pro, nostalgia pro stock series. Is yeah, that right? Not you know? the series, but we have done some nostalgia okay. pro stock shows. All right. We were supposed to be in Gainesville um, back in March, and. Yeah, I got and, sick. <laughs> okay, yeah. you're feeling better now. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Okay, feeling good. Great. Yeah, good. But uh, but yeah, we've um, slowed down a little bit. Not doing as much as I used to. So what's the schedule like for 2022? I'm not sure. 
Okay. Um, I, I'd like to take it to, to Florida. I don't, I've been taking it to yep. Florida in January, running yep. U.S. Street Nationals down there and a couple other races if I can. Sure. Um, but I haven't decided for sure, you know, what it's going to be like. Let's, let's be honest. You're getting way too comfortable on your boat. Is what happening? That, you're spending that, way too that, much time on the boat. That may have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do enjoy the boat. It's it's hard to argue against that. There's yeah, no doubt. Yeah, There's it no is. But, uh, well, when you finalize some plans for next year, um, get back in touch with us. Okay. We'll. Uh, I, I want to check you out. And see how you okay. guys go. Yeah, absolutely. Gary, so appreciate you coming back on. Thank you so much. Great Eric. seeing you again, my friend. Thank and uh, we'll you. we'll get over there booth and talk to you here. Come over and see us. I will do. Okay. We'll do. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That was Gary Varney with GetX. He talked, you heard him talk about his new products on the market. So if you can, go check him out. Um, up next, we see Shane Cowan from JMC Motorsports. And I'm really excited to have my man Shane Cowan on with us right now. Please, sir. Everybody, welcome. Shane Cowan, what has happened? It made him buy dinner. Oh, it's good, good. Enjoying the show so far. Yeah. Glad to sit down though and rest a little. Well, we all, yeah, it gets a, it's get a lot of steps. You get all your steps in at the PRI show. One hundred percent. Yeah. And um, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the car that you're in process of building now because this has got an interesting story. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great story and and. Um, Tell us a little bit about the piece that you're putting together. Uh, it's actually a former wreck car. Uh, it was a uh, 2002 Trans Am top sportsman car. Yep. Um, had a very, very bad accident. But it's amazing that the accident, it rolled over seven, eight, nine times, but it never hit on the driver's side. So all that compartment's good, all the base, the main chassis rails and everything mm -hmm. was great. And then it caught on fire. So when it didn't tear up, it burned up. Sure. So kind of thought it was scratched and this and that. And so we just kind of kept it around the shop, just kind of as a memory of, you know, make sure you do the right thing because bad things can happen. That's a and great point. so my father built a new car and it was kind of lost. Well, then all of a sudden things started happening and had a chance to build a new car and started looking at that one and we, everything we was should, good. Hold on, hold on. You uh -oh. said your father built a new car, but your father built an unbelievable piece. It's he a, built a very nice car. Uh, it's a 70 and a half. Uh, Camaro, 28 come yeah. out. B&B. Yeah, B&B &B did a lot of the work. Him and B&B together down on the chat and uh, yep. on the jig table, and then we got back and did all the finishing work and everything. And and what what size? It's got a 903 cubic inch back music. Been had some success with it, and uh, so I got thinking about it. We like how it looks, and found out that that body will fit a Firebird. And, so I'm in the process of building a 70 and a half to be basically just like it. I love it. And uh, to run Outlaw 632. All right. Yeah. So um, yeah. So you'll have two seventy and a half, and and that that's a pretty cool setup. There. Yeah, it'll be neat. We're gonna flip flop the paint, so they'll have kind of have their own identity, but basically be the same kind of paint scheme. And uh, I like it. We're excited about it. I'm excited about it. And um, I made Dad stay at home instead of come to the show, so he can keep welding. And uh, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> I will go do the, the yeah, hobby. I'll do all of that. You stay you stay home here and stay to work. Yeah, we That's got work exactly to do. Right. So works out pretty good. Works That's out pretty exactly good for me. Right. So, I like it. Very like excited it. about it. Very yeah. excited. Well, so, yeah. you and I have gone back a long time. Very much so. And uh, I, you were in on the, the sneak peek, the beta test night of our, what I, I'm really excited to talk about now. Uh, uh, so uh, I, I, wanna, I wanted you on because I want to get some real world feedback mm -hmm. uh, here. But for, for our listeners, what I personally have been working on for the last year plus now is um, 
a business that is called Winlight Bets. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to do is bring the world of sports betting to the world of drag racing and the world of drag racing to the world of sports betting. And that happens. We all know that that is happening right now. Every track in the country, if you just look at the fence line, you will see people trading cash back and forth. Yeah, you'll see twenties and hundreds in between their yes. knuckles. I got this. Heck I want yes. that blue Camaro. I want whatever it may be, and Absolutely. they're having a blast. Absolutely, yes, and having it, and it's part of the sport. I mean, we yeah, it's always been about there. we talk about origins of sports. Well, the the origin of drag racing is I'm faster than you, mm-hmm. and I'm so confident in that I'm willing to bet the pink slips in order to prove <laughs> right. that I am faster than you. That is in our origin. The origin of NASCAR is not betting. The origin of NASCAR is, I'm going to outrun the cops so I can deliver this moonshine. moonshine. So we've, we've got that action going on, but the essence of drag racing is a gambler's nature, right? And that is that is how we've, we operate. It's always and it's, been a gamble. It's really the beauty of it, right? Yes. And, and I, I said this to my mother when I started uh, this process, and it, for those of you that have met my mother, she's a saint for putting up with me and my father. But the, the whole point is... 100%. She, <laughs> she is. There's no doubt about that. But she she said, well, I don't know if I really like the game. I said, Mom, what do you think it is when you load up half your net worth, you strap it down in a box, you drive it across country, and you pay an entry fee to try to win some excess cash? What do you think that is? That is gambling, and that's when she said, "Oh, you, you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah, go, go get them, son." That's when the, so I've got the mom stamp approval, but uh, really, this is huge. Uh, Winlight Bets, go out on Facebook to start like the Winlight Bets Facebook page because that's where you will see all the updates. and And it's not legal yet. It right. is not legal yet. We are working very hard with the regulators. We're working really hard with our track operators. We're working really hard with the current sports betting sites that you already know uh, and you have on your phone today and we're merging those worlds and what we believe is that ultimately those ancillary eyeballs and those ancillary dollars that will be you bet on drag racing will ultimately grow the sport mm-hmm. and so we're really excited well, about it and, and Shane you were there last night and you got a test you've got a download on your phone right now give me give me uh you know, just a little bit of a kind of an initial feedback. Oh, it, it was great. It, it's, um, you know, for somebody that's outside the sport, you know, it's, it's kind of like fantasy football. It, fantasy football has brought so many people in the sport that absolutely knew nothing about football. Correct. Never played the game, couldn't have played it, whatever. But yet it brought them into the game. It gets them to pay attention. And gambling right now, people can make money. They're going to try to do it any way and every way they possibly can. Right. And everybody deep down inside likes to watch cars go fast. That, right. So all of a sudden I can... Do something, have fun, watch cars go fast. It's just a great combination. And doing that last night, even you know, as a beta thing, and I was pretty fortunate, you know, to clean house. But I had, a, I had a, fair, I had an unfair advantage. But it's very simple. You know, you do it all in your hand. It's very simple to do. You can do it quickly. You can do yep. it, um, and sporadically. You can do it during the day, and then all of a sudden, if you, if if you do it, you don't do it a little while. Later on in the day, you can come back and do some more. Right. You know, and yep. uh, it's easy to keep up with with the app. It was very simple. Yeah, well, that's good. That's what we wanted to hear. And and you did. You were happened happened to uh, yeah win every single race you bet, which uh, was fascinating. And I think we probably need to put you on the do not whatever list. <laughs> I need one of my own shows. You right. Know, have my own uh, yeah, phone number can, where you can call in. That's right. <laughs> the, the, you can. 
that's exactly right. That's the sharps. Yes. It would be the drag yes. racing sharp, Shane. That's if it exactly. was real money, that would have helped finish that new car. Yeah, no, that's no, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I've been spending all kinds of money in here this weekend. Right. The uh, money we have and money we don't, we don't have, have, correct? Yes. Usually we spend what we don't have. Yeah, it's, it's part of it. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. That's it part is. of the gamble, right? That we're going to make it up at some point. Hopefully. And then... Yep. And then we'll win it back. I mean, that's it's part it. of it's part of the gambling nature. But I'm really excited. I've been working be. extremely hard about this, and I, I think it is really one of. And I, I'm not trying to do this just because I, I'm working on it. I, I really believe the ancillary funds that will come into the sport uh, will be huge grounds for all of us involved. I mean, oh, really. I, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough. Uh, I've been doing around this my whole life. My dad's been doing this 50 years. I'm 44, so my whole life I've been going and. There's no telling how many times you see a group of 20 people in the stands. And that's what they're doing. I mean, it may be with dollar bills. It may be with 20s. Uh, I told you a quick story last night where we were racing at a track in Columbus, Mississippi, oh, yeah. and guy walks up, what's the car going to run? Well, we went out, and we actually went 100 quicker than what we thought. And uh, he come up, big old bucket of chicken and some ribs, and he's hugging everybody. He gives my dad a kiss on the cheek. It was great. He goes, you know, I had the rent. I had the electricity bill. I even had the diaper money on it, you know. <laughs> And it was great that we went out and helped him, and then we ate great that night for free. But two hours on the way home, like I told you, we got once somebody goes, well, what happened if we didn't run fast enough? You know, that might have been ugly. But it, it's always been there, and it's been a part of it. And to now kind of corral it and to where more people can be involved with it. And the thing is, is you don't have to be in the stands to do it. You know, to pay attention and everything. You can do it at your trailer or at your house or things like that. It's just going to bring people closer to the sport and the fact that you guys are doing it to where it's going to help recycle it back into the sport that's the biggest thing i think uh, that i didn't know about it even though you've been telling me about this since you started it of how it's going to help tracks and it's going to help racers and how some of the money's going back in and and that's a great deal because every little bit's going to help all of us yeah the economic model and we'll break that down but it, there is funds that come back to the track operators yes. come back to the associations that, come back that's to great the, because yeah. you know we're all when you really really get down to it you're fighting a winless battle financially wise so anything that can bring it back you just make, you feel appreciated about it and i, I think that's going to help more than anything yeah i i could not be more excited in the the we were just came back from a a sports book conference in New Jersey last week and all of those guys are trying to get to a place where they can bet quicker on basketball quicker on football quicker and and I just was like guys here we go we have a sport that every 45 seconds there's another pair of cars and data where you can bet on reaction time you can bet on mile per hour you can bet on the wind light you can bet on all that stuff and I really envision this as something that really brings the whole drag racing community together because so. we we uh, are somewhat fragmented we've talked about that before you know the the uh, small tire guys don't always love the big tire guys and bracket racers don't always love the you know the no time guys and all that stuff and and it really it's time we kind of we got all together and we we lobbied together because otherwise the, the tree huggers are gonna, we only hurt each other yeah that's right the tree huggers will just kill us with a thousand paper cuts, and that's what they're trying to do. And so, um, that's great. You know, we're we're putting it all together, and I'm real excited. So I appreciate that feedback. I didn't uh, grease your palm or anything like that. I just was like, hey, Shane's walking by. Let's bring him on. And yeah. so I appreciate great. the honest feedback. But but personally, I'm really excited to announce Winlight Bets to the 
to the world to the drag racing world mm -hmm. really it we're uh we're right in the middle of it now and it is really good stuff really good stuff yeah it was a good time last night enjoyed seeing how it worked and uh it's definitely a chance to really really grow and be be a great deal and be great yeah, anything that gets people and money into the sport it's a winner right and for me i would do pri every weekend that's what i would do right. i would every weekend i would you know in the winter time obviously right, not right, summer right. i would race but in the winter time i would do just do pri oh, over and over great. and over yeah. again uh, but in lieu of that, since we only get it one time a year, I thought, what better time, right? Yeah, what better that's time? That's perfect time to release. So something. if yeah, and if you're if you're here at PRI and you run around, the uh, Winlight Bets logo on Craig Sullivan's car. Saw that uh, already. El yeah. Mero Mero, and uh, that it, you know that car is just bad and fabulous. Off to a, a piece of artwork. It, it truly is. Oh, and it just rolls out the door, winning races, going rounds. It just shows you know. Jeffersville's a great car, yeah. you yeah. know, and uh, there's great pieces on there, and it's just it's 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 a good piece to look at. I, you know, I've known Craig for a long time, and I was actually still living up here sure. when that deal was started, and I'll and I actually finally now see the finished product in person instead of just the magazines. It's like, oh my goodness, man, home run, knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is one of the coolest pieces out it, there. I mean, it's a home run like us playing wiffle ball in the backyard. No, yeah. I'm telling you, I am, I am telling you, yes. Uh, Guys, girls, that was a great Shane Cowan if you need him. Uh, brother, I appreciate you coming on. Not a problem, not a problem. Guys, girls, that uh, that is, that's, I think, going to wrap it up for the live version, The what I call the Cheers episode, because everybody knows your name. Everybody's stopping by, uh, doing a little chit-chat, and, and we had a great show. We had a great show for uh, the PRI 2021. That's episode 89. You can check it out on SoundCloud and iTunes if you're listening. And I think, producer Chris, that's going to wrap it up, right? All right, so we always finish the show with producer Chris and I. So, uh, Chris, what uh, what do you have to say? Uh, this is my first PRI. Um, Join this. Um, just getting to meet all the people and all those involved in this uh, sport uh, that we love and, and are part of. So it's a good time. Yeah, you've been to several trade shows now over the last uh, two or three months. And how, how does this one compare? Uh, this one's pretty cool in that, that it's um, everybody just trying to help everyone else out. Um, you see that, you know, the camaraderie around motorsports and, and uh, uh, just kind of the helping um, things. I don't know. Um, I haven't spent a whole lot of time out and around, but uh, just getting to get connected with all the people we've talked to on the podcast and and uh, just the, the camaraderie of it all is what, what stands out to me the most. I liken it to we're all here because we're not all there. That's the that's how we kind of we kind of say it and uh, that's a good it, place for me. <laughs> it is perfect. Yeah it is perfect. Uh, well guys, girls that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, we're gonna take the stripe, bring this thing home for episode 89 at PRI, uh, thank you for listening in and, uh, you know, keep the rubber side down and travel safe.